Your love is generous. Pour out mercy by your love. Pour out mercy by your love upon every nation. Pour out your mercy, Lord.
Upon North America, 
Welcome to the Hope Universe, a live podcast with the catalyst of becoming and your destiny midwife, Dr. Hosea Tagara. Get ready for transformation, reformation, and destiny explosion until you become. Thanks for tuning in.
Jesus, blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. 
A wonderful welcome to each and every one of you tuning in from different parts of the world. I'm so excited for you. It's befitting for me to say congratulations. This might be and will prove to be one of the most incredible choices you have made to connect and to be part of what God is doing through this particular platform. This is Hope Universe and we are in for three days of resurrection power. You're joining us on the second night of the three days. And I know if you were here yesterday, you know and you have an idea of what to expect. But the kind of God we serve is the kind of God that will forewarn you of what he's getting ready to do. But when he does what he has forewarned you to do, you will still be amazed. I believe that God is setting up your life to be a platform of the manifestation, the show forth and the show off of resurrection power. I want you to put it in the comment section right now. Resurrection power. I want you to put it down down there in the comment section. Resurrection power. If you are anticipating and expecting from God, put it down in there. Resurrection power. Resurrection power. That's what we are expecting tonight from our God. Resurrection power. Resurrection power. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. It's going to be awesome. While we're doing that, I warmly welcome every one of you. I see Firelight, Mercy, CN, Leslie, House Botswana, Tate, God bless you. Monica, God bless you. How is Zimbabwe, Gweru, my hometown? I miss you people. Primrose, God bless you. Tendai, God bless you. Veronica, you are lifted and blessed. Liz, God bless you. Who is here? Let me see you connecting. If you are here, let me see you put something in the comment section. Mutukwa, God bless you. God bless you. Birara, thank you for joining in. Glory be to God. Wish, God bless you. God bless you. Gladys, God bless you. Andy, God bless you. Tanaka, oh, come on. Announce your presence. Announce your presence. Announce your presence. Tanache, how is the Philippines? God bless you. Sandra, it's good to see you again tonight. Uh, pretty God bless you. How's Rwanda? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Comfort. God bless you. How's New Zealand? Praise God. Pastor Phineas, God bless you. Miriam, thank you for tuning in. While we're doing that, I want to ask you to do one more thing. I want you to share the link right now. And may God bless you as you do so. I want you to share the link right now. Share it with everybody in your WhatsApp. Put it in WhatsApp groups that you belong to. Share it on your Facebook status. Put it in the DM somebody. Put it in the uh, inbox of somebody. Call somebody and tell them, Hope Universe is live. Heaven is, heaven is having a conversation about somebody. Tonight is somebody's night of divine appointment. And something is getting ready to shift. So we want to, this is how we preach the word together. You might not be the preacher of tonight, but when you share the link and the, that link reaches somebody, then you are ministering together with the minister. Glory be to God. So jump in right now, share the link, tell somebody God is moving on this particular platform and you will, and I will experience nothing less than that. Glory be to God. We're so confident of what God is going to do tonight. That's why we boldly tell you to do so. Share the link right now and God bless everybody that's sharing the link. God bless everybody that is sharing the link right now. I generously offer you the comment bar for your not taking. Glory be to God.
put the emojis as you lift up your hands and shout hallelujah in the service so we do here the comment section is yours let me see the fire let me see the hearts all throughout the ministration and the service as god speaks to you be free to comment be free to put in some emojis in there let's connect and connect with the atmosphere glory be to god i want you to know that this is no less an encounter than a physical experience it takes the word of god to invoke a divine moment and that's all we need tonight just a word from god praise the name of jesus just a word from god and we're gonna pull it out of the minister of the word of god tonight we're gonna pull it out of the minister of the word of god tonight glory be to god isn't it amazing from different time zones we are connecting together in one kairos moment for a divine encounter with god i'm so expectant for what god is getting ready to do and i believe that miracles will be popping up like popcorn so here on hope universe we pray glory be to god we pray we believe we receive we testify we pray we believe we receive we testify and this is the confidence that we have that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us then we know we have already received what we ask of him glory be to god let me see fire in the comment section if you are following and if you're connected and if you are here tonight glory be to god who is here blessed god bless you blessed trust god bless you tanaswa you're welcome in the name of jesus veronica you're lifted and blessed in the name of jesus glory be to god agatha god bless you thank you for jumping in it's gonna be awesome mercy it's good to see you how is east london regards to your family praise god who is connected let me see who is connected we are about to take off in a moment glory be to god we are about to take off in a moment it's gonna be ballistic it's gonna be explosive God is going to do what only God can do. Pastor, wish God bless you. Pardon. It's good to see you, beloved. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Who is connected tonight? Who is expectant? Oh my God. Oh my God. Something is getting ready to happen. I don't want you to lose that atmosphere. Glory be to God. I don't want you to lower down your expectation. God is not going to disappoint you. Yona, it's good to see you. Thank you for jumping in. Glory be to God praise god praise god let me see the country that you're watching from let me see the country that you're watching from charity god bless you type in the country that you're watching from taffy god bless you type in the country that you're watching from right now we want to know the nations that are represented here glory be to god type in the country zimbabwe you are blessed i want you to begin to pray right now we pray for every nation that's connected and that's represented type in the country or the city that you're watching from Ghana, God bless you, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Auckland, New Zealand. We declare the blessing of God even over your region and your territory. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. Let us know which country, which city you're connecting with us from. Glory be to God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Johannesburg, South Africa. Praise God. Botswana is in the house. Glory be to God. It's a pulling together of nations, different parts of the world, coming together in one Kairos moment for one divine word from God, changing hundreds of people's lives. Glory be to God. Cayman Islands, Eastrand, Botswana. God bless you, everybody. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So we're going to jump in now and, and 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 have one more worship song 
Cheers, God bless you. Renisha, you are lifted and you are blessed. Kata is in the house. God bless you, Linda. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. We're going to join our heads, our hearts, and our, 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 and our spirits together in one moment as we worship the Lord together, as we get ready to hear the word of God. Praise the name of Jesus. I, want, I pray that you'll be able to find a place where you can be able to concentrate and focus on God. The ability to walk into the presence of God is a matter of your focus, your consciousness. Praise the name of Jesus. Though you are in that space, you want to learn to forget about everything and focus on the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. We're going to worship the Lord together in a moment. Praise God. Glory be to God. If you have not followed Hope Universe, kindly, quickly do so, so that when we go live, you don't miss anything. Glory be to God. If you want to feel like giving during uh, the program, during the ministration, you might want to just go on the bottom of your screen. There is a box there. You can be able to purchase uh, using your card. You can purchase gold beans that you can be able to use to give. It's a very simple, simple uh, process and uh, ministry lines will be scrolling if you need counseling if you need personal prayer destiny mapping if you need to give directly you can reach us through our ministry lines otherwise god bless you we're getting ready to roll i want you to open up your heart connect with your spirit and let's enjoy the doings of god praise god hallelujah glory be to god glory be to god glory be to god Who's ready tonight? 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 My God, my God, my God. I want you to begin to pray wherever you are right now. Let me see fire in the comment section as we pray. Yes, God. Yes, God. And the same God tomorrow. Help me see the victory you already see. Let my face be today what it will be tomorrow. When I've seen the victory you already see.
Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to God. Welcome, everybody, to the second night of three days of resurrection power. We're so excited and glad that you're here. And I believe that you'll find your time investment into this particular event and this podcast very profitable to your spiritual journey and to your journey of becoming. Tonight, I want to see your excitement. Glory be to God. As we get ready to get into a time of hearing the word of God, I'm going to be introducing in a few moments the speaker of the word of God tonight. And um, the speaker of the word of God tonight. And um, he's going to be jumping onto the stage just now. He's going to be jumping onto the stage just now. Um, He's going to be jumping onto the stage right now. And um, while he's doing that, I am going to read the portion of scripture that the Lord has given us as um, as uh, as as uh, as a prophetic foundation for this three-day program, and um, that is Hosea chapter number six. Uh, Hosea chapter number six. We wanna undergird our faith on this particular portion of scripture 
Hosea chapter number uh, 6 verse number 1 Come and let us return to the Lord for he has torn us but he will heal us he has stricken us but he will bind us up he will bandage us up listen to this after two days he will revive us so this is our prophetic pressure tonight we believe that it's a night of revival because after two days he will revive us and on the third day he will raise us up glory be to god so in these three days of resurrection power get ready for revival get ready for a lifting get ready for resurrection glory be to god get ready for revival get ready for promotion get ready for resurrection revival and resurrection revival and resurrection after two days he will revive us and on the third day you will resurrect us you will raise us up glory be to god god bless you firelight for sharing praise god who is ready for revival who is ready for resurrection glory be to god and to take us through today i'm going to introduce to you glory be to god the gift of god given in its proper time i'm talking about none other than pastor craig um, kudita he is working with um an incredible organization that is called jam international joint aid mission joint aid mission it is a powerful kingdom jesus centered organization that uh, uh, is making incredible impact um incredible incredible impact um just just to give you an idea just to give you an idea they have been doing massive incredible projects to touch humanity um in a very practical way alleviating hunger poverty and water problems across the continent to death to death you might want to understand this in 2020 alone they have done emergency responses to almost 400,000 people who have benefited from their emergency responses and offered water and water sanitation and hygiene solutions to 565,000 people since 2020. Food security and livelihoods, over 700,000 people have benefited from what this organization is doing. Over a million children have been assisted educationally from this organization and over 700,000 people have benefited from their health and nutrition initiatives we are talking about touching lives glory be to God since 1984 this is just from 2020 this is just from 2020 and since 1984 this organization has been touching lives and pastor Greg is pushing this work in the front lines together with the entirety of the team that they work with in that particular organization and more and above all he's a passionate lover of jesus glory be to god a passionate lover of jesus a young man who sold out to god glory be to the name of jesus sold out to god and a lover of jesus called by god for such a time as this to preach the gospel of the kingdom and to minister the healing grace of our lord jesus christ 
to his people glory be to god so without much further ado i'm just gonna hand over pastor craig if you can unmute your microphone i'm just gonna hand over this time and its fullness glory be to god probably as you come in uh, we, we, we we can just have one more song if if, if that's fine by you if you want one more song as we prepare our hearts pastor craig is coming in just now as this song is coming in just get ready after the song is done pastor craig is coming in glory be to the name of jesus as we do so share the link be free to engage in the comment section let me see you welcome him before i introduce him let me see you welcome how many of you love pastor craig if you were here yesterday i'm sure you were tremendously blessed let me see your welcome in the comment section come on somebody let me see your welcome in the comment section let me see your welcome in the comment section come on somebody let me see fire let me see your love if you love him and you love god you love him and you are grateful to God for his life. Come on, let me see you warmly welcome him and celebrate him as he comes. Glory be to God. Something is getting ready to explore right here, right now. Glory be to God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You stay. 
Glory be to the living God. Glory be to the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, I want you to lift up your hands as a sign of expectation. When we lift up our hands, it's a sign that we are expecting something from our Father who is in heaven. I want you to lift up your hands in the name of the Lord Jesus as we are going to pray. Father, we honor you. We glorify your name. And we say you are God. Apart from you, there is no other. You are the only true God. And you have sent your Holy Son, Jesus. That if we would believe in him, we will not perish. But have everlasting life. Father, today we say we believe him. And indeed we receive life and life in abundance. Father, today we are expectant of your word. We are expectant of your hand. We are expectant of your touch. Are you real, oh my God? Did you die on the cross of Calvary? Did you rise from the dead on the third day? As surely as you did, reveal yourself tonight. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. If you are excited today and you are expecting God to do a marvelous thing, I want you to type amen in the comment bar. God is here. Hallelujah. God is here on this platform. You know, when I was praying just before I began to minister, just before I came onto the platform, I was praying and I was holding my device. I was holding my phone. And I saw a vision, and in this vision, I saw what looked like a ball of fire coming at a very tremendous speed from heaven. And I saw it, and as I looked at it, it fell right onto my phone. I started wondering, what does this vision mean? Hallelujah. And then all of a sudden, in my spirit, I heard the Lord saying that I have released my fire on this platform. Oh, glory be to God. God has released his presence. God has released his power even on this platform. All glory be to God. Just in case you thought God is behind when it comes to technology, ask the centurion guy who talked to Jesus. And he said to Jesus, whose servant was sick, he said to Jesus that if you would only speak a word, my servant will be healed. And probably there were miles apart and Jesus was in one location and this man just believed and the word was received. Hallelujah. I want you to know that God is way ahead of technology and technology is only but an instrument through which God can use to touch your life. Even on this poor bin platform, I prophesy by the breath of my father in heaven. That anybody who will connect with a heart of faith, that anybody that will connect with a heart of believing, anybody who will receive the power of God in its simplicity will receive a miracle, a sign and a wonder that today will not be the same for you if only you believe. Oh, glory be to God. You know, there is actually a book that I'm uh, working on 
which is uh, called this, the mystery of simplicity. And this is just founded on a revelation that God gave me, that God is actually uh, uh, somewhat, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's actually very big and he's too huge and he's too unfathomable and he's way beyond our human imagination and even the complicated of complicated people can never actually understand him in his fullness in all his splendor in all his holiness and in all his greatness he chooses according to the scriptures he chooses to reveal himself even through simple things he, re he chooses to reveal himself through very simple things. Oh, by the way, he came through a virgin. Hallelujah. By the way, he was born in a manger. By the way, he's just he just chooses to reveal himself through simple things. Do you know that tonight it could be that just on a platform that you downloaded on, on, on Play Store, you could receive the power of God and the transformation that you've been eagerly anticipating for all your life oh yes i prophesy today on a simple platform like odd being you can receive your healing tonight yeah 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 on a on a very simple platform like odd being mm -hmm. things can shift and turn around in a very dramatic and tremendous way hallelujah i see that happening tonight I see things shifting in the realms of the spirit. I see circumstances changing. I see the sick getting healed. I see the bound getting set free. I see people receiving revelation of the word of God. I see it in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout glory. Just type glory in the comment bar. Hallelujah. Just type glory. Oh, Jesus. I feel his presence even now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Today, I'm going to minister from the Word of God. I'm going to minister a message that I have entitled, Thus saith the Lord. The title of today's message is, Thus saith the Lord. If you are with me and you can hear the sound of my voice, I need you to type in the comment bar, Thus saith the Lord. Mm. Thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. You know, such a simple phrase like thus saith the Lord changed courses of destinies in the Bible. Just a simple phrase like thus saith the Lord released the power of God through the prophets. Mm. But today I'm telling you, it's going to be even deeper. The title of my sermon, Thus saith the Lord. If you could just please open your Bibles with me to the book of Ezekiel. The book of Ezekiel chapter number 37. The book of Ezekiel chapter 37. And I'm going to be reading the Bible from verse 1 to verse 14. Ezekiel chapter 37 from verse 1 to verse 14. Glory be to Jesus. 
us saith the Lord I'm getting excited in my spirit thank you Jesus hallelujah from verse 1 the Bible reads the hand of the Lord was on me and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley it was full of bones he led me back and forth among them and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley bones that were very dry he asked me son of man can these bones leave I said sovereign Lord you alone know then he said to me prophesy to these bones and say to them dry bones hear the word of the Lord this is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones I will make breath enter you and I will and you will come to life I will attach tendons and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin I will put breath in you and you will come to life then you will know that I am the Lord so I prophesied as I was commanded and as I was prophesying hmm as i was prophesying there was a noise a rattling sound and the bones came together bone to bone i looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them but there was no breath in them then he said to me prophesy to the breath prophesy son of man and say to it Thus saith the sovereign Lord, Come breath from the four winds and breath into the slain, and breathe into the slain, that they may leave. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore, prophesy to them and say, Thus saith the Lord, my people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves. And bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you, and you will leave. And I will settle in you, settle you in the in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done it. Declares the Lord. May God bless the reading of His word. First of all, I just want to acknowledge the the the, the servant of the living God. The Bishop, Dr. Hosea Tagara, man of God, I love you so much and thank you for affording me this opportunity to minister on this platform. Bishop Hosea Tagara is a mentor to me. He has taught me a lot of things in the Lord and I have learned a lot, countless things and I still am learning from him. 
He's a man that has inspired me in so many ways and he speaks tremendously into my life, even the words of the Lord. Bishop, thank you again and I love you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, let me dive straight into the word of God. I acknowledge you, Holy Spirit. I acknowledge his angels. I acknowledge heaven, which has settled here with us today. Now, the word of God in the passage of scripture that I just read from verse number one. I'm going to try and be as quick as I can today. Quick and precise. Hallelujah. The word, and before I, I continue ministering, I just also want to encourage you, if you have sick relatives, this is the time, get them on the platform so long. Hallelujah. If you have sick relatives, sick friends, you have that person you've been praying for, you've been believing God for, show and demonstrate love by actually bringing them to this platform. Healings are taking place on this platform. Deliverance is taking place on this platform. I want you to especially bring your sick relatives and be ready to call in when we are praying for people. Hallelujah. Call them. This is the time while we are still, we still have the time. Call them in. Call them wherever they are, whatever part of the world. This is the hour of healing. This is the hour of restoration. Hallelujah. Now the scripture in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37 uh, from verse 1. You know, we are introduced to this uh, prophet of God by the name of Ezekiel. And you know, this man, in verse 1, the Bible he, he begins to tell us that the hand of the Lord was on him. And he brought him out into a place which was a valley. The Spirit of God is actually the one who brought him into the valley which was full of dry bones. You know, as I was reading this scripture immediately, my attention began to be shifted to a scripture in the book of Matthew when the Bible says that Jesus was taken up by the Spirit of God into the wilderness to be tempted. You know, it is scriptures like that that never cease to amaze and marvel my heart that it was actually the Spirit of God, not the devil, not an, uh, uh, an anti-progress spirit, not a demonic power, no, no. But it was actually the spirit of the Lord that lifted Jesus and took him into the wilderness to be tempted. Oh, what kind of a God? Immediately, the, the, the kind of questions that start popping into my mind was, God, why would you uh, take your own son into a place where you know, number one, is a wilderness. Number two, there is going to be tempted. And in this particular passage of scripture, the prophet of God, as anointed as he is, as prophetic as he is, the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord lifted him up and put him in a valley, number one. Number two, this valley was full of dry bones. Oh God, God, I... I I don't seem to understand how and why you would be taking your holy servant whom you love so much and putting him, number one, in a valley and number two, uh, that is full of dry bones. 
I thought the prosperity preachers told me that all God does is to, 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 to make good things come to me. I thought I was told by the preacher that all that God does is to take me to a place where I have a warm and a fuzzy feeling. But this doesn't seem very consistent with the scripture, with the spirit of scripture. Because I'm seeing in the scripture, the, Lord, the Bible saying that it was the spirit of God, not the spirit of the devil, not a witchcraft spirit, but it was the spirit of the Lord that took this man of God and put him right in the valley, right in the middle of dry bones. My God, I sense in my spirit that there is somebody on this platform who loves the Lord so much, who who follows the Lord, who prays the Lord, who reads the Bible, who, who goes to church and who worships and who is walking with the Lord and they cannot seem to understand why they are finding themselves in the midst of a dry valley situation. I, I, I don't seem to understand, Lord, that I, I pray in the morning I'm either going to church uh, coming from church or I'm in church uh, and, and, and I'm constantly seeking the things of God but I cannot seem to understand why I'm so surrounded by, by a lot of problems. When I look at my finances, there is a lot of trouble. When I look at my health, there seems to be trouble. When I look at uh, my academics, there seems to be problems. In my family, there is another problem. In my marriage, I'm not getting along with my spice with my spouse but i thought you loved me and i thought you anointed me and i thought you had good plans for me and I, I i thought you wanted to prosper me so lord i just cannot get my mind to uh, around the fact that i am right in the middle of dry bones may i let you know tonight that the presence of problems or the presence of calamities does not mean the absence of Jesus. The presence of calamities or the presence of troubles does not necessarily imply that God has left you. Hallelujah. I want you to know that he is a God who actually sometimes is with you in that place of difficulty he's with you in the valley as much as he's with you on the mountaintop mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's the same god that is with you when things are very good when things things are going your way when everything is jolly when you are celebrating and happy he's that same god who was with you when you celebrated but he's also the same god who's gonna be with you even in the darkest season of your life glory be to god i want you to remember tonight that he's the god that says i will never leave you hallelujah and I will never forsake you. Even when you go through the waters, I'm going to be with you. If you go through the fires, I'm still going to be with you. On a good day, I'm with you. On a bad day, I'm still going to be with you. He will never leave you. Neither will he forsake you. 
Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the Spirit of the Lord is the one that took this prophet right in the midst of the valley that was filled with dry bones. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. And I want you, as I'm speaking, something is popping into my spirit. That in the book of Genesis, we find the same God. Hallelujah. Before he created, he put things in order. The Bible says that uh, darkness filled the face of the deep and the spirit of the Lord was hovering upon the waters. I thought, I thought that if the spirit of the Lord is there, then darkness and the spirit of the Lord, I'm not seeing the link there. But this is what the scriptures tell us. But as, the, as, as, as darkness filled the face of the deep, the Spirit of the Lord was hovering on the waters. Be ye reminded in your spirit today, troubles, calamities, challenges, difficulties, do not imply the absence of Jesus. Glory be to God. They do not imply the absence of Jesus. So it was the Spirit of God that took the prophet and placed him right in the midst of a valley, number one, full of dry bones, number two. Glory be to God. And what is a valley? You're probably wondering. What is a valley. A valley is a place that is dark. A valley is a place that is surrounded and normally when there is a valley, there is a mountain and it's in between the deepest place between mountains and it's a, it's a dark place. It's, it's, it's an undesirable place. It's, it's a place that is the lowest point of your life. I sense in my spirit there are people on this platform who are saying, man of God, I've been through a valley. Right now in my life, it feels as though my finances, my marriage, my spiritual life, everything that has to do with me, my business, is right at its lowest. It's right at its darkest. It's right at that place where I, where I feel as though it's the lowest, the, the darkest place I've ever been in my life. What is a valley? A valley could be a difficult situation that you're walking through today, my brother, my sister. A valley could be a tough situation at work that's taking place. A valley could be that situation in your academics where you, are, you can't seem to be progressing and going forward. A valley could be what seems to be a dead end in your marriage. A valley could be dryness in your, in your spiritual walk, in your, in your, in your quiet time. You, you just feel like you are right at the darkest and the lowest point. 
This man of God was put in a valley. As though that was not enough, this valley was filled with dry bones. Oh God, if it was filled with bones, I feel it would have been enough. But it even says it was filled with, these bones were very dry. My good Lord. I mean, if it was filled with dead bodies or dead people, the situation would have still been depressing. But Prophet Ezekiel, you are at a place where it's, they're, they're not just bodies, they, they are bones. Bones are the last that is left of a human body. It means all the flesh is eroded. It means all the life is gone. All that you have in that business is a registration number. All the finances are gone. All the things you were implementing are eroded. I'm talking about someone who's saying, all that's left in this marriage is a marriage certificate. The relationship is way gone. I'm talking about someone who says, the doctors have tried everything that they have. All I just have still is just my breath. I'm just still breathing. I'm talking about someone who says, all that I know is that Jesus is Lord, but my spiritual life has been on its bottom, bottom lowest. The prophet of God was placed in a valley filled with dry bones. And as I remember, as I think about a valley, my spirit is automatically taken to the book of Psalm chapter number 23, where the Bible says, Yea, though I walk through the valley, so this is also another servant of God by the name of David, who's also talking about himself walking through the valley. But I love that sound because it says walking through the valley. Walking through does not mean, does not imply that that valley is a permanent place. Walking through means I'm passing by. May I remind somebody who's listening to me on this platform tonight, whatever valley, whatever situation that you are in, if you are a child of God, you walk through it. Hallelujah. If you are a child of God, you don't walk around it or in it. You literally walk through it. Glory be to God. Ah, I'm talking to someone who feels tired and exhausted in their spirits. God sent me to remind you tonight that situation is not permanent. You are only walking right through it. You are only walking right through it. But I take some notes from David. He says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I want to remind somebody who may be 
in some kind of a valley today. Take some notes from Prophet King David who says, I will fear no evil. Right in that valley when you remember that God is with you, all fear will be eradicated. I want you to make a commitment to yourself today and to speak to yourself. David was speaking to himself. He wasn't preaching a sermon to somebody. He was preaching to himself. And he said, I will fear no evil. I want you to tell yourself right through that valley that I will fear no evil. I need some people on this platform who will dedicate themselves to saying, no matter what happens, I will fear no evil. You know, the Lord showed me something about fear. The Lord was teaching me about faith the other time. And I needed to understand a few things. I said, but God, why is it that your, your word tells me that you have blessed me with all these spiritual things? You have blessed me with healings. Uh, you have blessed me with, with, with prosperity. You've blessed me with abundance. You've blessed me with all these wonderful things I see in your word. But how come I don't see them in my life? How come there is a gap between what your word says and what I see and experience in my life? And that is when the Lord told me. He said that these things that I have given you, because God is spirit. So these things that he has given me, he has given us in spirit. Hallelujah. He has given us. So you have all these things. You have healing already in your spirit. You have abundance already in your spirit. You have prosperity already in your spirit. You have solutions already in your spirit. You have grace already in your spirit. But what is the gap? And he said to me, your faith are your hands which are able to snatch that which is in the spirit and bring it into the flesh. That is why the Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for. It substantiates, it materializes that which is in the spirit realm. But I'm not talking about faith. In the same vein, he said to me, son, fear has the same effect. So fear is a hand that grabs whatever thing that the devil has so desired upon your life. If the devil wants to cripple you, if the devil wants to hurt your marriage, if, you're, if the devil wants you sick, if the devil wants to devastate and depress you, all he does is to give you fear. And once you have fear, fear becomes your spiritual hand that materializes what the devil wants for you and brings it in the flesh. Oh, child of God, I declare and I decree today, may all fear be eradicated from your spirit, even as you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Whatever valley you are walking in, make it a commitment that fear is not going to be part of my journey. Fear is not not what I'm going to walk with. Hallelujah. David says, though I'm walking through that valley, fear is 
not going to be anywhere close to me. Why? Because I know that he's with me. I know that things may be difficult, but you are with me. I know that things may be tough. I know that I'm walking through a dry season, but you are still with me. That doesn't mean you have left me for a single day. That doesn't mean you have neglected me a single day, but you are still with me. I just had to make a comment about fear though it's not my 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 topic of discussion i just had to mention it because i feel like there is someone who's been walking through a valley if you will tolerate and allow fear child of god i'm guaranteeing you that you will receive the portion of the enemy but in the name of Jesus, we have not received the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and of a sound mind in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now listen, I'm still talking about Ezekiel, the prophet. He's in the valley that is filled with dry bones. Hallelujah. Now, this is what the Bible says in verse 2. He says, Ezekiel, as he was in this dry, valley of dry bones, he was walking back and forth. He was, first of all, he was in the middle of it. And secondly, he was walking back and forth. Back and forth. This sounds to me like a situation that seems as though it's not ending. This seems as like a situation that has been ongoing. I'm, I'm walking back and I'm walking forth. And it, this feels like a situation that I'm almost getting used to. Oh, I'm talking to somebody now. You are so used to having troubles and problems in your marriage. You are almost getting used to it. You're almost getting used to getting to, to being sick in your body, to the pain that's been afflicting your body. You're probably almost getting used to failing. You failed over and over. You've been going back and forth in that valley of failure. You've probably been going back and forth in that season of dryness. And you're almost feeling as though you are getting used to it. There are situations, brothers and sisters, which become so repetitive that you're almost saying, you've almost accepted that I'm going to die single. You've almost accepted that I'm just going to be an employee. You've almost accepted that ah, ah, this, this was the last stage of my education. You've almost accepted you were so used to it that you've become acquainted to it that you are not even looking forward to moving forward. Hallelujah. You are only saying you're so acquainted to it that to you, you it feels normal. There are situations like that. But something weird happens to this prophet. Right in such a situation, the Bible says, then the Spirit of the Lord said, and my, by the way, God was still there. <laughs> In the midst of it all, God was still there. Oh, let me just remind you, God is still there with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, you're not feeling well in your body, but God is still there with you. 
Yes, you've been going back and forth, but God is still there with you. Yeah, there's been too much failure, but God has been there. He's still there with you. Still walking with you. Oh, glory be to God. Still with you. Ezekiel. And then the Bible says, the Lord asks Ezekiel a question. And he says to the prophet, Son of man, can these bones live again? This is God asking a question. Son of man, can these bones live again? I believe today God is asking somebody on this platform a question. Can your business live again? Can your career live again? Can your marriage live again? Can your spiritual life live again? Can your academic life live again? Can that dream you once had when you were still young live again? This was God asking a simple question. He says, can these bones live again? But God, how can you be asking me a question? How can you be asking me if these bones are going to live again? Have you not been seeing me through all of this? Have you not seen what I've been through last year? And the year before that? Have you not seen the abuse that I've uh, uh, incurred from that person that I was with? Have you not seen how much I've been failing? And you come here and you're asking me, can these bones leave again? But the prophet of God responds to the Lord and he says, Lord, <laughs> only you know. I think he had gotten to a point where he had been going back and forth to a point where he didn't know anymore. He got confused and he got stuck in the hardship of the situation that he responds to God and he says, God, only you know. But there's something also good about that response because this response entails surrender. The prophet of God is asked a question by God and he takes the question back to God. He takes it back to God. He says, only you know. Oh, glory be to God. There are situations where sometimes you feel like, mm, this situation changing? Honestly, only God knows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But listen to me. I was reading a particular book by Kenneth Hagin. And the man of God was saying that uh, he had an encounter with the Lord Jesus. And he says in this dramatic encounter, he was sitting face to face with Jesus. And as he was sitting face to face with the Lord Jesus, he says that the Lord began to teach him some things. And he had a notebook and he had a pen. And the Lord was teaching him very 
powerful things and lessons and nuggets and things that he needed in his life and in his ministry very important things and the man of god was taking notes slowly one by one and as he was taking notes he says all of a sudden there's a demon that manifested and this demon came in between him and jesus and started making a funny noise and started interrupting and Kenneth Hagin says when he saw this demon he was comfortable and he was sitting in his seat and he thought ah well I'm in the presence of Jesus Jesus is going to deal with this demon but to his amazement he saw the Lord Jesus still sitting down and he kept but the Lord kept talking but all of a sudden what the Lord was saying to him became less and less audible less and less audible until a point where he couldn't even hear what the Lord Jesus was saying. And he was shocked and he was like, but Lord, why are you not addressing this spirit? And then out of anger, he then got up and he rebuked that spirit. He says, in the name of Jesus, go! Then all of a sudden, that demon left. And he could hear the Lord Jesus clearly. And Kenneth Hagin says, he began to ask Jesus, he says, but Lord, there was a demon that was interrupting our communication. Why did you not deal with that demon? Why did you not tell it to leave? Why did you allow it to actually hinder our communication? And then he says, son, I gave you that authority. As much as you were expecting me to do it, I was expecting you to do it. Oh, glory be to Jesus. I want somebody on this platform to know that there are some situations that God is not going to deal, for, deal with for you. God has already given you authority. The Bible says that behold I give you authority to tread upon snakes and scorpions and stop crying to God in the hope that God is going to deal with that situation. But God is actually expecting you to use his name, you to use his authority, you to use his power to address whatever it is that is standing in between you and God. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus is not going to address some issues because he's already given you the power to do so. Demons don't leave because you have cried to God. Mm. Oppression does not necessarily end because you are not sleeping, crying and complaining to God. There are some situations which require you to get up and say in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to break, you spirit of anti-progress, you spirit of anti-marriage, you spirit of sickness, you spirit of disease, I challenge you and I oppose you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now listen to this. This is exactly the same situation that the prophet Ezekiel was in. Where the prophet Ezekiel, he was probably expecting God to then say, Okay, I'm going to come down and I'm going to make these dry bones leave. But God would not do that. God would not do that. God wanted Ezekiel to speak to the bones. 
God wanted Ezekiel to address the bones. My God. Why? Because I'm taken even to the book of Genesis. Hallelujah. Where the Bible does talk about God giving dominion to mankind. He says, I'm giving you dominion over the fish of the, of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every crawling thing. So in as far as the earth realm is concerned, God has already assigned authority to you and I to deal with certain situations. So he's looking at Ezekiel and he's saying, Ezekiel, listen to me. I'm not going to deal with this situation, but I want you whom I made in my image to deal with this situation and to represent me on earth the way that I would deal with this situation. Let me remind you today somebody God has created you in his image and in his likeness. The reason is because he prides in seeing you being like him. Hallelujah. Have you ever seen a father who when he has a son, hallelujah, how does it feel when you are a father and you're seeing your son imitating you? You're seeing your son talking like you. You're seeing your son being like you. You're seeing your son, you know, walking with a chest up like you do, talking like you do. There's, there's, a, there's a feeling of, 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 of fulfillment and, and this, this great feeling that overwhelms you. I want you to know today that God takes pleasure in us representing him, in us talking like him, in us walking like him, in us having authority like him, in us addressing issues the way you would address them. When you start talking like God, God says that's my son. When you start addressing things like God, God says that's my son. When you start speaking like God and start declaring let there be, he says that's my son. When you start walking on water like Jesus, he says that's my son. There is no greater pleasure that a father has than that of seeing their son uh, doing the things that they do. Oh glory be to God. That's why the Bible says, be ye imitators of God as dearly beloved children. It is within our assignment to imitate our Father. When our Father uh, uh, casts out spirits, we cast them out. When our Father speaks with authority, we speak with authority. When our Father speaks with, 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 with power, we speak with power. Hallelujah. Do I have some children of God on this platform tonight? Hallelujah. Who understand that the pleasure of a father is in seeing their son behaving like him. Now back to the issue of Ezekiel. He says, Father, he says, Lord, only you know. And then God responded with his word. He gave Ezekiel his word. He says, I want you to prophesy. And I want you to speak. And I want you to say. He didn't say it himself. He said, I want you to say to these dry bones that I have said this. I want you to talk to those dry bones and tell them that I have said. Oh my God. I feel like I have people on this platform who just caught that revelation. That you need to, you need to, 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 to get up and take the word of God. Maybe you were wondering, does God want me to be healed? And you were asking God like Ezekiel. 
you presented it back to God. You said, God, do you want this business to go on? God, do you want me to prosper in this regard? God, do you want this situation to change? You're probably wondering, is it, is it the will of God for me to have a happy marriage? Is it, a, is it the will of God to me, for me to live in prosperity and abundance? Is it the will of God for me to possess this thing? To buy that house? To buy that property? Is it the will of God? And when God responds, He doesn't respond with the solution. I want you to catch this. When we pray to God, or when we ask God questions, He doesn't respond with the solution. If you are asking God about your job, about a job that you've been praying for, He doesn't respond with the job. He responds with his word. If you've been asking God about your healing, he doesn't respond with the healing. He responds with his word. If you've been praying to God about a matter, let me tell you, the Bible says he sent forth his word and he healed them. He sent forth his word and he delivered them. So when the people of Israel were crying to God for healing, God didn't send healing. God sent his word. When the people of Israel were crying out for deliverance, God didn't send deliverance. God sent his word. I want you to know today that God's response to your prayers, God's response to your cries is his word. Hallelujah. So I want to tell you today that the response or the answer of God to whatever you've been going through, even on a day like this, is this word that is being preached by this man that you are hearing on Port Bean. Hallelujah. That is the response of God to your situation. And God always responds with his word. And it's then up to you from there on. The prophet Ezekiel, <laughs> he then took that word. God said to him, I want you to speak to these bones. Sometimes you need to speak to that marriage. Sometimes you need to speak to that situation that you've been going through. <clears throat> oh yes, you, you need to speak to that uh, disease that you've been diagnosed with. Mm -hmm. you, you really need to speak to that to that, to that stubborn situation that you've been facing. You need to speak to that valley. You need to speak to those bones. Some of us may be in the situations that we are in simply because we never spoke to them. Oh, glory be to God. May I remind you that the word of God declares that death and life is in the power of the tongue. God says, I want you to speak to the bones. But the funny thing about this scripture that I love the most, he says, I want you to speak to them and I want you to say, Hear ye the word of the Lord. I want you to know that that situation has an ear that can hear the word of the Lord. I want you to know that that disease has an ear that can hear the word of the Lord. Oh yes, I need you to understand that, 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 that calamity, that bondage you've been in, that addiction that you are facing, it actually has an ear that can hear the word of God. That is why God says to Ezekiel, say to that, to those bones, hear 
But God, how can dry bones hear? I thought they were dead. I thought there is no life. I thought, I want you to know that lifeless situation in your life has ears. And those ears has the, have the ability and the capacity to hear the words of the Lord. And even as I'm speaking this word, I can feel situations responding to the word of the Lord. I can feel depression respond to the word of the Lord. I can feel frustrations responding and hearing the word of the Lord. Sometimes you need to look at that situation you've been in and say, hey, I need you to hear the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That stuff on situation has an ear, my friend. It does have an ear and it can hear the word of God. There is nothing on the earth that doesn't have the capacity to hear the voice of God. The Bible says everything was made by him and for him. And all things are answerable to his voice, including that situation that you are going through. It has the capacity to hear the words of the Lord. So God responded with his word. But I want you to just remember this. That the word was always there. (laughs) Because the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord is the one that took Ezekiel. So the spirit of the Lord was always there. And we know that the spirit and the word are one. The word was always there. The spirit was always there in the midst of that situation. Yes, I just showed you in the book of Genesis 1 that the spirit of the Lord was there in the midst of that darkness. But let me show you where the missing link was. The word was not spoken. I want you to know today that as long as the word is not spoken, it is just as good as a gun that is filled with bullets but not triggered. You may be confronted with an enemy in your house and you are holding a a, a gun and a bullet right in your hands, but as long as you don't pull that trigger, I want you to know that that thief that is in your house can actually steal and run away with what is yours. The word of God only comes into into effect. The power of God is only released when spoken by a servant of the Lord. Let me tell you, Ezekiel's situation did not change just because God was there. So just because God is with you doesn't mean your situation is going to change. Just because you go to church doesn't mean your situation is going to change. Just because you you read the Bible doesn't mean your situation is going to change. Just because you fasting about it a lot doesn't mean your situation is going to change. I want you to know that as much as the power was available, change was not effective. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. The power was available. All of us here on this platform, I believe, we have received the Lord Jesus. We have endless and eternal power 
a, a flow of endless power that is invested on the inside of us. But with all that power, you can die of a mere disease. With all that God inside of you, you can struggle in a situation of depression. With all that might that dwells within you, you can actually be poor as a church mouse. With all that anointing that you carry, brother, I'm telling you today, you can be as oppressed of Satan as can be. So just because you have God, just because you are anointed, just because you are powerful, does not in any manner guarantee that your situation is going to change. Ezekiel was anointed. He's a prophet. We're reading about him today. But at that point, he was right in the midst of dry bones. As long as he didn't speak the word that God had given him, that situation was never going to change, my brother. That dry season may never end, my sister. But I love what happened in this situation. God responded with his words. Today I want you to know that God is actually responding to people on this platform. Just in case you didn't know, there is a word of healing that is coming in response to your prayers from the throne of God through my mouth right now. Just in case you didn't know, there is a word of abundance and, de and deliverance that is flowing and in response to your prayers through my mouth right now. My God, I'm telling you, God always responds with his word. But he told the man of God, he said, I need you now to take what I'm saying and not just believe it with your hearts. You know, you know, the prophet of God could have received that word from God and really believed it. That, you know what? These dry bones are going to leave. But that would not have been enough. You know, the man of God could have just simply uh, received that word and be like, wow, that is powerful. And I can sense even right now on this platform, there are people who are receiving this word and they are believing it in their hearts and they're saying, wow, that's powerful. But guess what? That's not enough. The man of God was told by God, he says, I want you to say to these bones, as stupid as it sounds, you've got to speak to your situations. As stupid as that sounds, I told you God reveals himself in simple and seemingly silly things. As silly and stupid as that sounds, I want you to know that that is the way and the method of God. He says, I want you to say to these bones, thus, Thus saith the Lord. I want you to, to tell them that you are going to live again. I want you to tell them that these bones are going to have flesh again. I want you to tell them that they are going to come to life again. This is what the Lord is saying to you today. 
I want you to go back and speak to, your, to that situation with your children. And I want you to tell it that you are going to turn around. I want you to tell the situation that it is going to turn around, that it is going to change. I want you to tell that marriage that you are going to work. I want you to tell that business that you are going to get up again and you are going to resurrect. I want you to tell that ministry that you are going to arise in the midst of a pandemic. I want you to tell that situation that thus saith the Lord. You know, I see the grace of God in this passage of scripture because it was not about Ezekiel. It was not about his power. It was not about his might. It was not about how how anointed or how great he was. Because when he was asked the question, can these dry bones live? Even he said, I don't know. But the same guy who just said, I don't know. <laughs> as weak as he was, as clueless and not knowing as he was, he turned back with the word of God because God had said it. He took what God had said. He went back to that situation. He says, that's it. The Lord, he went with the word of God and he spoke the word of God the way that God had spoken it. And I love the scripture because the Bible then says, it didn't say that when God said it immediately, the situation began to change. I love this part because it says, as he was prophesying, <laughs> as he was prophesying the tendons begin, began to get up the tendons, the pieces of the bones began to come together the knees and the, 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 the elbows and the, the, the shoulders and all the parts of the bones they began to get up as he was prophesying God sent me to tell you today that as you are prophesying, your situation is going to change. As you are speaking to your condition, the circumstance is going to change. As you are speaking, as you are obeying this word, and as, as you, you are speaking to your circumstance, there is going to be a dramatic turnaround. Good Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. As they were, as he prophesied, the situation began to change and to turn around. I want you to know today that the word prophesy, we have mystified it in this 21st century <laughs> into perhaps speaking some really mysterious, uh, deep things or saying people's names or something like that we've really mystified it as good as all those things are the word prophesy in the original simply means to speak the word of god my god the word prophesy simply means to speak what god is saying that's what it means to prophesy and i can tell you today but as long as you can hear the sound of my voice, you have the ability to prophesy. Because you have the word of God 
at your disposal. You have the word of God and as long as you have the word of God, you have the ability, as long as you have the word of God and you have a mouth, you have the ability to prophesy. May I remind you even about salvation, the book of Romans chapter 10 says that the word is in your heart. That if you would believe, the word is near you, that if you would believe with your heart, but believing is not enough, you have to also confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then salvation will come to you. I don't know if I have people on this platform who have the word of God in their hearts and who have some mouth to speak, who are ready to, by the spirit of the living God, begin to prophesy tonight and begin to speak to situations and begin to speak to circumstances. And I can tell you, God can take a nobody, just like Ezekiel who knew nothing. He took a nobody and he gave him his word. That nobody went to that situation that was troubling and he began to speak but that nobody became a somebody who changed things around simply because he had the word of God. I want to tell you today, you don't need to be degreed, you don't need to be educated, you don't need to be sophisticated as a nobody as you can be with a shallow background I can tell you today that God Almighty can take your life and give you his word with the word of God brother you can go anywhere with the word of God you can achieve anything with the word of God you can turn around circumstances with the word of God you can move mountains with the word of God you can conquer nations with the word of God you can be great hallelujah no matter what you have achieved in your life no matter what you think you know or don't know i want to tell you that the distance between you and greatness is the word of god if you would only take the word with you it is able to make you great it is able to transform you it is able to bring mighty things in your life it is able to make you extraordinary i'm telling you this word is powerful this word is mighty in the name of jesus christ glory be to god glory be to god i don't know who i'm talking to on this platform but i get the feeling in my heart that this word is able to turn somebody who is sick and not only heal them, but take them and propel them to the place of their destiny. I feel in my spirit that this word is able to take a jobless person and not only give them what they need, but actually make them a business owner. I can tell you today, this word has the power and the ability to take somebody who is not even educated and cause them to sit amongst kings. This word is able to create things and call things that are not as though they were. This word is able to transform your situation. This word is able to give you life. Jesus says these words that I speak, they are spirit, they are life. This word will take you to the next dimension.
I feel the word of God changing circumstances tonight. I feel the word of God doing dramatic miracles on this platform. I need somebody to take the word of God. Are you battling with sickness? I want you to like Ezekiel say you sickness thus saith the spirit of the living God by his stripes I am healed are you battling with addiction I want you to say hey you addiction thus saith the spirit of the Lord whom the son set free is free indeed are you battling with oppression you can take look at that oppression and say thus saith the Lord no weapon from the things we shall prosper you can look at that delay that you are facing and say thus saith the lord he will restore what the canker worm has eaten up you can look at that depression and say thus saith the lord peace i give you the chastisement of my peace was upon him by his stripes i am healed you can look at that poverty and say thus saith the lord he became poor so that i can become richer you can look at that generational curse whatever you call it and say thus saith the lord cursed is he that is hung on a tree you can look at that rejection and say thus saith the lord i am accepted in the beloved you can look at those relationships and say thus saith the lord he gives me favor with god and man you can look at your insecurities and say thus saith the lord i am fearfully and wonderfully do i have people on this platform who have the word of god in their mouth who are able to speak it oh glory be to god oh glory be to god my god my god my god i feel the holy ghost i feel the holy ghost Jesus. 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 this session is gonna end we're gonna end this session in the next three minutes but don't disconnect with the atmosphere we'll just end this session and restart it we'll end it and restart it and you don't have to disconnect with the atmosphere as we jump in back the man of god is gonna take us deeper now and begin to minister to people we're gonna begin to flow in the prophetic administer the word of god and declare the word of god on your life so you don't want to be slow as soon as we restart the session 
we want you to jump in quickly because we're not going to wait we don't want to break the floor so i want you to be praying where you are right now i want you to be praying where you are right now say god let soko mandaya turn my situation Turn my situation. I'm available. I expose myself to revival power, resurrection power. Turn my dry bones into a miracle. I don't want you to disconnect. I want you to remain connected with this atmosphere. If you're not following the Hope Universe, click Hope Universe right now. Click the icon Hope Universe and follow so that when we restart, you get a notification immediately. Something is getting ready to break up now. Something is getting ready to break through. Even tonight, it cannot be tomorrow, it has to be tonight. Your healing cannot be postponed to an unknown death, it has to be tonight. It has to be tonight. So I want you to connect by faith because the word of God is in your mouth. The word of God is being decreed right here. The word of God has already come. It's a matter of connecting. Something is getting ready to break forth right here, right now. Glory be to God. So I want you to get ready. As soon as we restart this new session, jump in very quickly because we are not going to wait for anybody. The man of God will jump in and, 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 and begin to proceed as God is going to lead him. And we're going to continue and let's see what God can do tonight. Today is the day of healing. Today is the day of deliverance. Today is the day of breakthrough. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of elevation. Today is the day of revival. Today is the day. If it is not here, then where else? If it is not now, then when else? It can only be today. I'm not ready to postpone my miracle. It can only be now. It has to be today. I want you to begin to pray. I want you to lift up your heart to God. I want you to connect to the atmosphere. Even as we reconnect, I want you to begin to pray right now. Glory be to God. Be the first one to jump in. In Jesus' mighty name. Glory be to God.